welcome to today's podcast of Evolve Your Life. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about my story. So I'm really, really excited to share this with you guys because when I've shared it in the past, it's been on YouTube. And with YouTube, I definitely wanted to keep it under 10 minutes or around the 10 minute mark because YouTube videos, people don't usually watch them past 10 minutes. So I try and keep it around that time frame. But the great thing with podcasts is I know the people listening right now, you're either driving or you're doing something or you're at work or you're at the gym or you're doing something where you're like prepared to sit down and listen and sit down and just take in um, information and knowledge. And so I'm, I'm excited to be able to share my story and not feel like I have to cut any corners or withhold any information. So I'm really excited to just go through and tell you a little bit more about me and kind of dive a little bit deeper into who I am, why I am the way I am, and how I've ended up kind of doing what I do. So let's like go way back. Let's go way back to high school. So I'm currently 22 years old. So I mean, I say way back to high school, but it was only like six years ago. So going back to high school, I was always active. I grew up in a very, very active family. I played soccer my whole life. I played basketball in middle school. I played tennis for fun. My dad was my soccer coach. I've always just been super active and I've had a very healthy family. Growing up, my parents were very into like going to Whole Foods and just providing us with really good meals. My mom's an incredible cook. So I grew up eating pretty healthy. And over the years, I think I just, as all girls and I guess people in general do, I just developed this bad body image. And I've I've tried so hard to kind of pinpoint when it started happening and when I started feeling insecure and when I started just like not enjoying how my body looked. And I've kind of pinpointed it back to middle school when I would wear shorts and I felt like I had really jiggly legs and I felt like I had cellulite and I felt like all the other girls around me had just like pins and I I felt like I had tree trunks. Now I look back at pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, you were tiny. Like you were just absolutely tiny. But in that moment, no matter what anyone would have said, you, you can't change a middle school middle schooler's brain. It just it's how they're wired. It's how I think society has sort of developed us to think because image is such a important kind of aspect in our lives and just how we look and with commercials and social media. And I mean, lucky, luckily for me in middle school, there was no such thing really as social media except for like MySpace, but it wasn't as heavily harped on. So I, I feel for the middle schoolers and the high schoolers now because I can't even imagine growing up in this kind of time frame where there is such a big stress put on um, just image and how you look. So I, I it, it scares me. Like I talked to my sister about it and I know that she finds it not difficult, but it's just, it's a problem. It is a big problem. And I I can see it in just in today's youth. And I hope that they can take the steps to just kind of prevent that bad body image because everybody deals with it. But I feel like in nowadays it is probably more amplified. So anyway, going back to my story, I, I played soccer. I loved it. It was the way I stayed active. Like, yes, I had some body image issues, but it was never terrible. Like I was, it was just, honestly, the only thing that I really disliked was my legs. 
Um, I just have genetically have cellulite and it's something that was always just a really, really big insecurity in, in myself. And, but it never was like debilitating or it's terrible. And so I just kind of got on with it and I played soccer and I loved it and whatnot. And it wasn't until soccer ended my senior year, I knew that I needed to do something to stay active because I was a center mid. And I don't know if you guys know exactly anything about soccer, but center mids run a lot. Like I wore a Fitbit one of my games and I would run anywhere from like five to six miles. And that's not like five to six miles jogging. That's five to six miles of sprinting. So I was running a lot. I could eat like three to 4,000 calories a day and maintain my body weight. And I looked good because we did um, workouts for soccer. I was, I went to a really good, like high school that had amazing an amazing sports program. So I was very fortunate to kind of grow up around lifting and grow up around just like sports in general and just a really good program. So once I, once soccer finished, I, I knew I needed to do something. So I said like, you know what, you've always hated your legs. You've always like wanted to lose a little bit of weight. You've tried doing like diets here and there, but it's never actually worked. So let's like do it. Like, let's just do it. Let's stick to it. Let's see if you can do it. Let's go to the gym. And this was the first time I really truly dieted. Like I had tried before. I remember like times I would set reminders on my phone that would say like eat healthy or like just, I don't know, like just little stupid things. I would try to do all these little mini diets, but I'd never actually committed to a diet before. And so this is my first time fully going like all in on a diet. And, um, and I did. And, and the information that I had received on diets and like how I should be healthy and how I needed to lose weight was all from, from Pinterest. And Pinterest told me to do the 12,000 cal or 12,000 calorie, the 1200 calorie diet and to basically do these like lean leg exercises and these like ab exercises. And I, that's how I was consuming my information. I basically would go on Pinterest every day for motivation and inspiration. And I'd look at girls' bodies who were ripped and had these amazing abs and these crazy toned legs. And I would, I just, I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so incredibly bad. And if you guys know anything about me, I'm a very driven person. If I want something, I will get it and I will do it. That is just how I was raised. That's how I am. That's how I'm wired. And so I did it. I basically, within two to three weeks, had dropped like 10 pounds because I had never dieted before. So my body was not used to that kind of yo-yo effect. It was the first time that my body had ever been like exposed to a low calorie diet. So I did. I lost weight very, very quickly. And I saw that those results and I associated, okay, like less food equals more results. So even less food, let's get even more results. And I basically just kind of started getting extremely obsessed because I was loving the way I was looking. I was loving the attention I was getting from guys. I was loving just like how accomplished I felt because I had actually done it. And as like the month mark rolled around and then two months and then three months, I was getting to the point where I had gone from like 145 pounds to around, well, I guess I was more like 135, 138. And I had gone down to 118 pounds and my body is not a 118 pound body frame. I am a solid 145 now. And I just, I have I don't want to say bigger bones, but I, my body is just not meant to be like very lean. It just isn't. So I was very, very thin and I 
kept telling myself throughout this entire process that I didn't want to take it too far. I, re- I would never have an eating disorder. Like, no, like not me. Like I'm stronger than that. Like I would never let myself do that. I really, really preached doing it the healthy way and like eating good foods and making sure you're nourishing your body. And like, I was all about health and fitness. And because of that, I developed orthorexia, which is basically just the obsession with eating clean and just like you can't eat any processed foods. You're scared to eat anything that's not completely fresh and like like a clean food basically. And, um, it was basically just extreme disordered eating and like extreme, I would say orthorexia. So I was never anorexic and I was never like bulimic or anything like that but I was obsessed with what I was eating. So I, in my head, I didn't think I had an eating disorder. I was like, no, you're eating. Like you eat every day. You eat a good amount of food. Like you're, you're fine. But for some reason, I just like, I felt like I was losing control. And I knew that, like I'm a smart person. And I was, I was never, I was never like stupid (laughs) throughout this entire process. Like I knew what I was doing and I knew like my level of obsession and kind of that it wasn't okay, but I still just like loved the results so much. So I kept doing it and kept doing it until I went on my senior spring break and I went to Naples, Florida with three of my best friends. And that was sort of like my motivation. That was kind of like what I was like trying to lose weight for. And I wanted to look good for, and I did, I looked amazing and it was great, but it was the first time that I had ever been put out of my routine because up until this point, it was my senior year of high school. I went to class every day. I ate the same breakfast. I ate the same lunch. I got home and had the same snack. I'd go to the gym and I'd have the same dinner and it was the same thing every single day. And I'd never been thrown out of my routine. So when I went to on vacation, um, I was kind of put into a situation where I wasn't able to have that routine even though I tried to create it and tried to eat the same foods that I had been eating for the past four months, five months. And I also, during this time, I had really isolated myself from my friends and from my boyfriend and from just any social situation that would kind of not allow me to eat in the way I wanted to. So I had isolated my friends a lot. And um, I was basically completely shocked because I realized in that moment, like I hadn't eaten anything off my diet in like five or six months in the time frame from when I started to when I went on spring break, I, the only bad thing that I had eaten in that time, that entire time frame, guys was a handful of M&Ms that I got in my acceptance letter package from the university of Kentucky. And I remember after I ate those, I felt like crap about myself and I, it was just, it was terrible. So on this vacation, I kind of, I, not like I didn't, I didn't want to let go or anything, but I did tell myself like, okay, like you've worked so hard for this. Like you can just like try, like try and have some pasta, try and have a drink or whatever. And I did. And I felt so, just so bad. Like I remember like that feeling of just like feeling like I'd given everything up. I felt like I had just lost all my hard work and I felt like I gained all my weight back, even though I'm still sitting there at 120 pounds. Like I, I looked incredible. Um, and I just didn't see it. I felt like I looked awful. (laughs) So I realized that I had a problem. That was kind of my first step is I really did. I admitted to myself, I was like, Gabby, you have an issue like with food. You really do. And it's like, it's not an okay issue. Like you can't keep going on like this. So I got back from the vacation and I kind of sat down and said to myself, 
you're going to fix yourself. Like you got yourself here. You are going to fix yourself. So I started my quest to fix myself and wow, like (laughs) just thinking back on it is insane, but I, um, I didn't know really what to do. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And it was awful. Like I remember those were some of the darkest times of my life. And I, I remember the moment I kind of admitted that I needed professional help was the night I used to work at an ice cream place, well, frozen custard. And in the time frame that I had been eating super healthy and like lost all this weight, I didn't eat any of the ice cream when, whereas like I used to eat some every single time I would work, which I worked like every single day. Um, so I didn't have any for like five months. And I remember when I got back from vacation, I was like, you know, like this is a part of like, like your recovery. Like you need to do this. Like you can have a bite of ice cream. And I remember I had some of the ice cream and guys, my body hadn't tasted sugar in like five months. Like I hadn't had sugar in five months. And so I like borderline binge ate the ice cream the entire night I was there and just like could not stop eating it and couldn't stop having it. And I remember I got home from that shift that night and I was so disgusted and just mad at myself. And like, I couldn't believe like what I had done. And I remember I tried to make myself throw up and that was the night I like, I remember sitting there on my floor crying, like looking at myself, just saying like, what have you gotten yourself into? Like, why are you here right now? Like, this isn't you. Like, because up until that point, I had been able to confidently say, like, no, I don't have an eating disorder. Like, I eat every day. Like, I don't throw up. I'm great, whatever. But in that moment, I had then kind of crossed the line to, like, okay, well, now, like, you can, you have an issue. And that, like, really opened my eyes. And so I just, I went and saw a therapist and I went and talked to some people and some doctors. And I told my parents that I felt like I had an issue. And that was kind of the biggest step for me was just admitting that I had a problem to those around me and admitting that I had kind of taken it too far. So that summer, I just remember, I mean, honestly, a lot of this is now a blur because like anyone that has dealt with like anxiety, depression, eating disorders, like, you know, that you kind of bottle that stuff away. And when you're in a dark place, you just kind of forget. So a lot of it is dark and blurry, but I basically, um, that summer just kept trying to like eat more and whatever. But (laughs) I just remember that summer being hell. Like I remember like I would eat something and then I would hate myself and then I would keep eating because I, my body needed it. And, but then I'd hate myself more. And so then I'd restrict and then I'd eat. And it just was this cycle. Like it was just this terrible cycle. And so that, um, fall I went to college and I remember thinking like, okay, like you're going to college, like you are not going to let this your relationship with food, like ruin your college experience. So I remember going into college and thinking like, okay, like this is enough. You're just going to get over it, like be able to just let loose, like have fun. And so I did. And I had so much fun, (laughs) too much fun guys. Um, my freshman year, first semester of college, I went out three or four nights a weekend and drank up to an entire fifth of, um, like vodka and stuff. And it was just honestly terrible. And I gained a lot of weight because again, my body was in a very susceptible place to gain weight because I had just lost a lot. And, um, I was drinking a lot of alcohol. And then when you drink a lot of alcohol, you usually eat a lot at night. And so it was just guys, I remember my, that first semester, like was, I hated myself. I hated what I had become. I hated how my body looked. I hated, I felt like I had given up my healthy lifestyle. I felt like there was no other way. Like it was either extreme health or, 
like no health at all. And I, that first semester, like I tried to work out, but like it was a new gym and it was a new place and it just wasn't ideal. Like I really was just in a tough spot, but, um, making new friends and just kind of hearing that a lot more people than I kind of thought had eating disorders and had problems with food that definitely helped me. A lot of my friends had had problems as well. So we kind of, they helped me a lot through it and we just kind of, I guess, bonded through that. And, um, going into my second semester of freshman year, this is where I'll pick the story up a little bit so you guys don't get bored. But, um, going into my second semester of college or yeah, freshman year, I got a job at the gym because I kind of said to myself, I was like, listen, Gabby, like you are being someone that you completely just do not like, like, this is not you. You are not the person that does these things or whatever. You're just not happy. And I, I recognized that. I recognized that I was just not myself and I wasn't in a good place. So I got a job at the gym and I like, I'm going to, I literally get emotional talking about this because getting a job at that gym, like literally saved me. So I started working every night just to kind of, again, I, I still was this extreme person. I'm still an extreme person, honestly. Like I'm learning to get a little bit more balanced, but when I take on a project or like something new that I enjoy, like I go all in. And so like with my first journey of just like losing a bunch of weight, it was like all in, like obsessive. And then I got a job at the gym and this was kind of like my second journey and I was all in and I was obsessive with it. But this time I, I did say to myself, I was like, Gabby, you're not going to, you're going to do this the healthy way this time. Like, let's do this the healthy way. Let's do this the right way. Like, let's learn how to eat healthy and like keep balance. And that's kind of what the first experience I ever had with like actual balance and like learning to create like more balance in my life. Obviously I still took it now, like looking back, knowing what a little bit more, what balance is supposed to look like. I know that I still, again, took it probably too far, but it was better than the first time. And I was really proud of that. And I remember I went on my freshman year spring break and it was so much fun. And I felt great. And that's when I met one of my best friends and like the lady that changed my life, Taylor, she ended up being my roommate, my junior and senior year of college. But she, we drove down to Florida and on the way down there, we like me and her are like very similar. We can talk for hours and hours and hours and just like go, go, go. And we talked about so much. And this is when she introduced me to the law of attraction. And she had introduced me to just like all these like things that like I had no idea what they were, but like they made so much sense because there were so many things in my life that where I had examples of the law of attraction that had happened. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Like, this is why this happens. Like, and I just latched onto it and being someone that isn't very spirit or wasn't very spiritual, like wasn't religious or didn't really have anything like of higher power to believe in or to latch onto. I loved it. I ate it up. I, it just became my like entire I guess, like belief system at that point. And I loved it so much. And she was super healthy and wanted to get into it too. So on our way back from spring break, we actually created a like fitness plan. And we like came up with this like plan to do together. And I got super motivated and I was so excited. And I did, when I got back, I remember I guys, I went so hard, but like in a really good way, I would still go out with my friends a little bit. And like, um, I mean, I'd still, there was a, a few times, like I definitely said no, because I like ran out of macros for the day, but, um, I did, I had more balance than I'd had the year prior and I was really proud of myself and I looked amazing. And then I went home for the summer and kind of fell off the wagon a little bit because I was thrown out of my routine. And ever since then guys, like ever since I guess that first, or I guess that second kind of fitness journey, the one that I did with Taylor and I was more um, balance focused and just wanting to do it the right way. It has been a constant 
battle for me of like just yo-yo dieting. So I would go really, really, really hard and I'd get super excited about it. And I would track my macros to the T and I would learn all this stuff about fitness and I'd go to the gym and I was trying new ways of lifting and I was trying new things and I was lifting heavy for the first time and I was doing all this stuff and then I kind of fall off a little bit and then I'd hop right back on and then I'd go hard, go hard, go hard. Then I'd fall off during the winter time. And then it, I just got in this extreme cycle of like bulking and cutting. And, and I, it is definitely because of at that point, social media. So this is kind of the time point where I did create a fitness Instagram and I was obsessed with like all the competitors and like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a few names and like these girls, like now are, I still look up to them so much because they've also kind of transitioned in the past like year. And I, I'm so thankful that I like did look up to them because they've allowed me to transition into what I am. But people like Amanda Bucci and Emily Hayden and Marie Wald and Emily Duncan, um, I looked up to these women so much and they were all competitors and I had never competed. I didn't even know what it was. And, um, I knew I didn't want to, like, I, I knew because of my history with an eating disorder that it wasn't right for me. So I, I never, I considered it once. And then I kind of shut that, shut that idea out. And I was like, nope, like just not for you. But I did follow them and I loved what they did. So I really took on like that style of eating, even though I didn't take it to the extreme of competing, I loved looking at like the foods they ate and like what they did and like their fasted cardio and their one carb waffles and just all this stuff. And I started doing that. And that was really my like my role models for all of college, basically. And as I went through college, um, again, it was just like continuous yo-yo. Like I would go really hard and then I would mess up on the weekends and then I would go really hard on Monday and then I would Get, like be more free on the weekends. And then I'd go really hard. It was just this continuous cycle of extremes. And it wasn't until I'd say my senior year of college where I started to actually start to fix things. And even though I still like, yes, I'd still go like on diets and I'd still track my macros. Like I was getting better and I was starting to see signs of freedom and I was starting to see these signs of just like being more free from food and being more like able to relax and be able to like go get a freaking burger and not feel bad about it. And I really was starting to feel free and, um, and it was awesome and I loved it. And I didn't, I didn't know at that time I thought I had full freedom. Like I, I even created a video on my YouTube. You can go watch it. I'm pretty sure I made it my senior year of college. And it was all about like how I finally feel free from food. And, and in that moment I did feel free and I thought I had achieved freedom, but I now know like that I hadn't. And I still was so withheld just with my thoughts of food, like constantly guys, like numbers running through my head constantly. Like, what are you going to have for dinner? Like, nope, you can't fit that in your macros. So like, why don't you have this? Okay, we'll have this and we'll have half of one of these because that'll fit better in your macros. And just this constant, just thought stream about food was just always, always, always going through my head. It was so much better than it was years prior, but it was still there. And I, I didn't realize that that was, I guess, not normal. So we're going to fast forward now. I graduated college. Um, I, during this whole time had, I guess, started my fitness business and online coaching because it was my sophomore year of college. I actually began my fitness Instagram and started growing it, but I didn't realize that I could make a business out of it. And so kind of throughout my junior and senior year of college, I did, I started to make a business out of it and do coaching and make programs and do challenges and all that, but they were always so like weight loss 
focused and they were always so fat loss focused and they were always very like 30 day, like lean body challenge, because that's what sells. Like that's what sold. And I knew that that's what girls wanted. And when I'd get messages in my DMS or emails, they were always about how do I lose weight? How do I get abs like you? How do I like all this stuff? It was always questions about how to look better aesthetically and how to like just lose weight basically. So I thought that's what people wanted. And that's kind of what I wanted personally too. So that's what I aligned in that time. That's what I aligned with. And that's what I promoted. And, um, and I, and I don't regret that because that is, it was a big part of my, I wouldn't be here today if I hadn't have gone through that. And I think everybody kind of has to, in order to realize that there's more to life than being lean. So I did all that kind of stuff, whatever I graduated, I, um, I graduated college, I got my own apartment and, um, now we're like kind of catching back up to where I'm at now. So when I first graduated, I was, I had a few online clients. It wasn't my main business, but I was creating this other business called health Evo with my friend Kaylin. So I didn't really want to grow my online coaching because I thought like, okay, well, health Evo is going to be like my main job and I don't want to take on too many clients and then have to like drop them because health Evo is going to take too much time. Um, and I didn't really honestly like the way I was coaching. It was very much like macros based and it was very much like trying to get people to lose weight. And like, it just, I wasn't really aligned with that anymore because that's not what I was really focused on. And I didn't like teaching it because that's not what I was. That's not what I really was loving at that time in my life. So then guys, okay. So now we're caught up almost. Then the Rose Retreat happened, and the Rose Retreat is a retreat that uh, Michaela Zazon and I created, and it is a, like, Rose stands for Restore, Self-Love, Overcome, and Empower, and it's a retreat for women that is basically just for women that have trouble with body image or eating disorders or have had, like, abusive relationships or just are feeling broken or empty in some way. And we all come together and just, we basically teach you just tactics to get in a better place and to feel better about yourself and to just empower each other. And guys, I thought going into this weekend that I was going to give so much and I wasn't going to get much back because I was like, well, I'm going to be sharing all my knowledge. I'm going to be giving all my energy and they're going to like, I mean, I was so excited. Don't get me wrong, but I definitely was like, this is for me to serve them. I came out of that weekend feeling more served than I ever had in my life because of a few reasons. One of the women that came to the challenge or came to the uh, retreat, she was a guest speaker and her name was Rachel or is Rachel. (laughs) And, um, she basically changed my life, guys. Like this woman, wow, like what a warrior. I just fell in love with everything she was saying. I did like I literally had 80,000 followers and she had 3,000 followers and she was making over $100,000 a year doing coaching and I was making like $1,000 a month coaching. And I was like, "What the heck? Like how how like how?" And I loved her message. Her whole message was breaking up with dieting and just like not being obsessed with macros or any diets at all and loving your body and like teaching women to love their body. And like, that's what I wanted to do. Like I've always wanted to do that, but I got so sucked into teaching women how to lose weight. And I was so just excited to like meet this woman. I knew in that moment, like her energy, I was just, I was like, this woman's special. Like she's going to change my life. Like I knew it. I absolutely knew it. So after the retreat, I basically asked her to be my business coach and she actually has now created a full business coaching program. And, um, she's my business coach and she has just taught me like 
how to teach women to love themselves and like that's the first step before you even try and like lose weight or like what before you even try and like get into all the fitness stuff because if you don't love yourself before guys like I've been there like you will not love yourself like even if you're like your dream body weight like that's not the answer and she's actually I always wanted to teach women that and I always tell women that but there's a difference between telling people that and then actually being able to teach it as a like tangible lesson so I wanted to learn how to do this and I also my my one of my best friends Kaylin she had really gotten into like spirituality and just being more connected and self-development and stuff and I it's something that I have loved throughout my entire journey, but something that I had really gotten away from since I graduated, just from moving and having my own apartment and all that stuff. So I got really back into that. Like guys, I went full force on my self-development and I have not looked back for a second since then. Like this was probably a month and a half, two months ago. And guys, my life has changed in the past two months. Like I have become, I feel in the most alignment than I ever have in my entire life. Like I haven't tracked macros in, um, since, since the day I like got to the Rose retreat, like I haven't tracked macros since then. And I have never felt so free. And I like, I like, okay. So going into the Rose retreat, I probably was eating around 1600 calories. And for me, that was like a lot, like that was like, okay, like hashtag bulking. Like I thought that that was a lot of calories. And I, but I knew just from being smart and knowing a lot about nutrition and fitness that that wasn't enough food. Like if I true, like I, to be able to maintain and just live, like you should be eating around like any, for me and my body type and how much I work out and just am active. I should be eating like 2000 to like 2,500 calories. But like that number just scared me so much. And I thought that like I would gain weight if I ate that much food. So I really learned at the Rose Retreat and just from Rachel to truly listen to my body and not even just do intuitive eating. I don't really like, I I, I like the word intuitive, but I don't like strict intuitive eating because it's basically impossible to listen to your body, especially being a girl. So um, but being more intuitive and actually listening to my body and actually like giving it what it freaking needs and not being so restricted by a number. And I've never felt so free in my life, guys. And yesterday I tracked my macros just to see where I was at because I felt lean this morning. Like I woke up feeling lean. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to see it like where I'm at, like, where is my body happy right now? Like, where am I maintaining this body weight and like actually feeling really good and fueled and I'm enjoying the foods I'm eating. And I literally tracked my food yesterday at the end of the day just to see what I had eaten. And I was eating yesterday. I had around 2,250 calories. That's where my body wants to be. That's where I need to be to fuel myself. That's where I'm happy. That's where my body is like telling me it needs to be. And I am so incredibly proud of myself and happy to honor that and to give it that because it needs it and it deserves it. And I've learned just over the past few like months, just through all the self-development that I'm doing is that if you're not growing, you're dying. Like if you are not growing every single day, then like, what are you doing with your life? Like every single day you need to be reaching for growth and you need to be learning new things from people or trying new things. And just like, it's, it's the most beautiful thing in the world, self-development, because it's true happiness. Like you think you're happy, you think you're doing good, you think you've got it all figured out, but like until you dive into self-development, dive into self-development and self-growth and like personal development, all that stuff, 
you'll realize like you have so much to learn. Like you have so much to learn and like things that you would have never even been able to dig up or think about or do without, without it. So when I say that, like, what is self-development? What do I do to do self-development every single day? Biggest thing for me has been listening to books and listening to podcasts because I didn't read before. I had read maybe two or three books like for fun and I just, I didn't like it. So what I started doing is listening to podcasts and I love listening to podcasts. That's why I'm literally talking to you guys on one right now. Um, but then I also was like, you know what? Like podcasts are great. Yeah. But like, I, I want to read this book. Like I've heard so much good stuff about this book. So I got audible and LOL, this is not an ad. I like genuinely love this app. Um, I got audible and I listened to a book every single morning and every night before I go to bed. And I learn so much. Like, I feel like I'm just a vessel of knowledge right now and knowledge that I wish I could have had like years ago, but that at the same time, I'm so just aware and appreciative that I haven't had that knowledge because if I didn't go through what I had gone through, I wouldn't be where I am now. So I'm, I I know that everything like does happen for a reason, but at the same time, like I do encourage you right now, like there's a reason you're listening to this podcast. There's a reason you clicked here and there's a reason you're still listening. And I believe that reason is because like, this is your sign. Like you need to start developing. You need to start spending time on yourself. You need to start putting yourself before you put others. You need to start just growing and giving up, giving up your like ego and just giving into development and growth because without it, like, what is life? Like, what is life if you're not growing? It's just stagnant and boring and you'll never be able to discover things that you possibly could have in your lifetime. Like guys, we only get one chance. Like you literally only get one chance at this life. So why would you not spend it growing and learning and developing and becoming a better you? Because the best you is out there and you just need to keep searching for it and keep learning more about yourself and how you deal with things in certain situations and how you can better deal with things in certain situations and how you can improve your relationships, not only with those around you, but with yourself. Like, guys, I like get so passionate about this because this is my why. This is why I want to coach women. This is why I, I, I love Healthy Bow and I, that is like my company. I love it so much and I'm so excited for it to launch. But also this is why I'm not giving up my coaching because I have never felt so incredibly happy and just like in pure alignment with myself. And I want to teach you guys how to also feel this way and how to also gain this knowledge and how to get into a place where you just feel so damn happy to wake up every single day. Like that is the ultimate goal is just to be able to wake up and be so happy to like learn and be able to like just be so happy to live life and experience things. So Long story short, throughout this entire story that I'm telling you in my life so far, out of it, what I can tell you is like the times when I was at my best and the times when I knew that like I was doing good and I was um, just like growing and becoming a better me was when I was doing my self-development. Like my first kind of wave of self-development was when my friend Taylor told me about the law of attraction and I kind of dove headfirst into it and I learned a lot and I kind of felt like I had learned everything. I was like, yeah, I know what it is. Like I don't need to learn anymore. And I kind of stopped and it, it, that kind of held me throughout college. And I just like, I didn't, I felt like I had learned enough and that held me up until graduation. And then I was like, okay, like I know nothing, like you need to learn. So my biggest piece of advice to you, if you are someone who resonates with my story or just feels like you might be stuck or feels like you might be in just in limbo or just needing something just to spice up and just make your life better, 
dive headfirst into self-development because I promise you, like, you will not regret it. Like, you will be so just, you'll be a better you. And, like, who doesn't want to be a better them? And just who doesn't, who wouldn't want to grow every single day? So that is my story in short. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope that you learned something from me and can continue to learn from me and just what I have to offer and what I have to say. And as I move forward in my podcast, like you can now like know where all of this is coming from and where, um, my beliefs kind of come from and like how I got to where I am, because I think it is important to know like a little bit about my story. And, um, I hope that if you do resonate with it, you're able to continue to listen and continue to learn and grow with me. Um, shameless plug at the end of this podcast, if you do want to continue to learn with me and want to learn more and want to start your self-development journey, I am doing a challenge and this is a challenge unlike any other that I have ever done. Because like I said, in the podcast, my challenges have been strictly weight loss focused. And this one is strictly self-development, self-growth, self-love, metabolic recovery, focused. It does include a six week workout guide, but the workout guide, like you could literally do this challenge and not work out a single day. Like this is not about a transformation. This is about an internal and personal development transformation, not just a physical transformation. So the, the challenge includes that six week workout guide. It includes a six week self-development course on the app teachable. And it also is going to include a Facebook group with everyone that is going to be super active. I'm going to be asking daily questions, daily prompts, posting videos, posting podcast links, and all the resources you need to literally develop and become the best you. Um, It goes on sale September 10th, and it begins on September 17th. So if you are interested in joining, it's only $50, guys, for six weeks. Like it is, I made it so affordable because I believe everybody deserves the chance to to do this and to develop and grow. So it is super affordable. It's one Chipotle bowl a week. You can do that. I promise if you, if you truly want to develop and become the best you, you will find a way to put $50 down on a life-changing experience. So I really hope to see you guys there and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And without further ado, thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys. Well, talk to you guys in the next one.